Hey, what's up? This is Kellen, and this is the Kellen Rowland Show. I did a special Father's Day podcast. It's short, it's to the point. Just going to talk about my dad, a couple lessons that I learned, and a couple things that I wish I had done differently, and a few things of advice for you, and maybe how you could not make the mistakes that I made in the past. Sit back, enjoy. Uh, before we get started, play a little jazz, and we'll get into it. Today is Father's Day, and I wanted to take a few minutes to share a little personal history about my father and a few lessons that I learned along the way and some advice that I wish someone had given me. So I want to be open about my own you know, kind of fuck ups or things that I wish I had done differently in the hope that it can give you the, the facts or the motivation or just the heads up that maybe you don't make like the same mistake. And, and these aren't like egregious mistakes. They're mistakes that we make all the time. So to kind of set the scene, I'm 35 years old, and in 2010, my father passed away of colon cancer. It happened fairly quick. I'm not going to get into the details of that whole time period of my life because there was so much else going on that it wouldn't do it justice in the time that I'm going to give to this today. Because it's Father's Day, I want to kind of get this out into the world quickly, but in short, he passed in 2010. So I was around, I think, 28 when it happened. It was obviously an incredible tragedy that I had never foreseen. So the first, you know, lesson that I'm going to basically give to you, and essentially I'm giving this advice to myself. So it's a little bit of kind of like, hey, if I could talk to myself five to 10, you know, maybe not five years ago, that's bad math, but, um, <laughs> if I could talk to myself 10 or 15 years ago, you know, the big thing that I would say is nothing lasts forever. And when you start to realize that nothing lasts forever, you stop taking things for granted because when things last forever, you don't really need to appreciate them, right? Like if your friends or your family are going to be there forever, then how you treat them today, it's really easy to rationalize you can always make it up down the road, right? So nothing lasts forever. And for me, I had this really strong like vision. You know, my dad and I were super close. We like, we looked alike, we acted alike, we had the same sense of humor. So we were very close. So I always kind of envisioned like he would get really old as I got old. That was just the plan, you know? I'm gonna, he'll get old, he'll live till. 80 or 90 or, you know, whatever that age is. So I have plenty of time. And, you know, unfortunately he passed at 65. So, you know, all those decisions in that kind of the five years leading up to him passing away, I was making those decisions under the guidelines that he would live forever. So, you know, when I go back and I look at that time in my life, it's like, fuck man, like you can't treat people like 
you can't treat people as if they're going to be there forever. So the first lesson, you have to do everything you can to live in the now. And what that means to me is that when things are finite, they're appreciated. When you live in the past, for me, when I live in the past, I will ruminate, I'll relive everything, and I'll wish that things were done again, and I wish that they were done a different way. And when I live in the future, I'm making this plan that hasn't happened yet. But when I'm in the moment, I can fully appreciate everything that's in front of me and give it my full attention. When you ask somebody, how do they feel the most you know, satisfied or appreciated, a lot of times it comes down to someone giving them their full attention. So being fully present with them. So the story that I want to tell that kind of sticks out in my mind is, I think it was like 2007 or 2008, I was hanging out with my dad and we were watching a Laker game. As you know, I'm a huge Lakers fan. I got the Lakers fandom from my father. He was a huge Lakers fan. It just runs in our family. And we were watching the game. And I went out and he lived in Thousand Oaks with my mom. And I lived in West Hollywood or Hollywood at the time. And so I went out there and we were watching the game and it was cool. We were having a great time. And I left at halftime to go hang out with my friends and I can't even remember what we did. I have no recollection of what I did after I left. However, I have a very clear snapshot of hanging out with my dad, watching the game, really enjoying his company, leaving before the end of the game and him being disappointed and bummed out. You know, when you get older, you don't see your parents as much. And I left because I thought he was going to be there forever. And I took the time that we had together for granted. I didn't appreciate it. And because I wasn't living in the moment and because I didn't understand that things were not infinite and that they were actually finite, I left. And looking back at that, you know, I could say right now, having him being gone for so long and how much I miss him, if he was alive today, and I could watch that game with him, just a half, just one half of Lakers basketball with my father, I would give up everything in my life. You know, I would give up everything that I've accumulated, my success, career, everything. I would just start from scratch just to have another hour with him alive. But at the time, that hour was there and it was free. There was nothing to give. The only thing I had to give at that moment was my attention and my time. But because I didn't understand things weren't forever, I had no idea he would pass away a few years later. I wouldn't even give up 45 minutes of time to hang out with him. And now I would give up everything. And I share that to give perspective. Ultimately, everyone has their own relationship with their friends and their family. The point of this is for not is not to me to tell you how you should act 
when it comes to the details of your own relationship with your friends and your family, because I don't know the details, but from 30,000 feet, I can tell you this, when you have people in your life that you love and they're still around, take the time to let them know how much you care, show them that you love them and don't be in such a hurry to do the next thing. Cause sometimes you don't know that that time could be your last time. You have to remind yourself that things aren't forever and you don't always have to be in a rush to do the next thing. I often feel rushed to do the next thing instead of enjoying what I'm currently doing through meditation. It's gotten a lot better for me. I'm able to live in the moment and really appreciate the current time, but it's an everyday reminder that I need to stay in this moment because otherwise, you know, you're watching that game or you're eating that meal whatever is that special connection you have with your loved one, you know, your father, because it's father's day and you rush out to do something that like you could, you leave and you lose that moment and it's lost forever. I don't think if someone offered me a hundred million dollars, I could remember what I did when I left my father to go, hang out with my friends. And again, it has nothing to do with like me not loving my friends and you know how much how important they are for me in my life and everything, but the point is is that I can remember every detail of watching that game and seeing the disappointment on his face when I told him that I was going to leave before the game was over. And at the time, there was no way for me to understand what was coming down the pipeline. So through my own error and misjudgment, I offer you a piece of advice. Hang out a little longer. Eat seconds on that meal. Maybe walk around the block another time. Go see a movie. You know, don't always be in such a rush to do that next thing and take a deep breath and be in the moment. Because these moments won't last forever. And what we can do to help each other along this journey is keep reminding each other that we need to live in the moment and appreciate everybody around us. And, you know, being Father's Day, it's like, I mean, I don't want to say that today, you know, it doesn't suck for me. I'm not, I don't have a bunch of sadness that my father's not alive. I have a lot of great... I'm really grateful for the relationship that we had. And I think you can miss somebody and I, you can miss them and, and be grateful and love them and all of those things. And sometimes there's sadness there, but there's also appreciation. This is something that I've said to a lot of people that I know. We only had 28 years together. That's how old I was when he passed but we had a great relationship and we were really close and I'm really thankful for that. I've witnessed my friends or relatives that have relationships with their fathers that is extremely toxic. They don't have anything in common or they don't get along and they don't love each other. Maybe they love each other, but they can't share it. And 
I would not exchange his life for that never, you know? So I'll take the good 28 years and though it didn't last as long as I would have liked, nor would he have liked, that's the cards that we were dealt and I can't rewrite the past, but you can spend that extra time and don't let that moment go away, right? Like don't leave the game at halftime to go do something that you'll never remember with somebody that, you know, you leave your parents and, you know, they really, they, they value that. Yeah. So that's a little bit about father's day. You know, the reason that I was kind of like more engaged in this, you know, this father's day versus previous father's day, because sometimes they just come and I don't even acknowledge them. It's not that I don't want to celebrate my dad, but I don't really need a day to think about my dad. You know, when you lose someone that you love, you think about them every day. It's, and that's a good thing. So I don't need a holiday or a day on the calendar to remind me that I love my dad, but because it is top of mind, it's, it's nice to get this out and offer some advice and some words of wisdom that I had wished that I had gotten from somebody else. And one of the reasons that I'm kind of, you know, more interested in Father's Day this year than last year is one of my really close friends just had a baby and this is his first Father's Day. So I'm going to go over there and hang out with him and his wife and their new son and, and watch the evolution of, you know, a good friend becoming a husband and now becoming a father and then, you know, me as a friend having that really awesome time to be there, a part of that kid's life. And it's really cool. So that's why I guess I'm a little bit more open to talking about this. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I want to talk about with regards to my family. And, you know, I could do a whole show on my mom and my dad that I think would be really beneficial because there was a lot of lessons that we learned and a lot of mistakes that we made. And there was a lot of good things that we did along the way. But for today, I did really just want to get this out there. It's not meant to be a full show. It's really just the Father's Day podcast and me sharing a little bit of how I would go about it if my dad was still alive and I would spend that extra time. It's super simple and it doesn't need to be, you know, I'm going to stay another 12 hours or I'm going to sleep at my parents' house every day and I'm going to stop living my life. I'm not saying that. I'm not. Because our fathers and our mothers, the reason that they had us and the reason that they did everything they did to put us in this wonderful position to be successful and to have all of these great opportunities is so that we could live our own lives. You know, I can't imagine a parent that wants their kid to be stifled and sheltered and suffocated as an adult by their parents, unless they have some sort of like mental illness. But anybody that has all their faculties definitely wants their kid to go out there and be their own, their own man or their own woman and go and create their own story. But the point that I'm really trying to drive home is that when you do have those moments, whether it's a holiday or a birthday, or it's just, hey, every couple of weeks I go to my parents' house and we eat pasta, don't be in such a rush. That's it. Don't be in such a rush. Stay a little bit longer. Ask a few more questions. 
you know, I'll say this, another good friend of mine, um, it was there for me when my parents were sick, my, both of my parents were sick, but when my dad was sick, especially the one thing he said was just like, ask questions and write it down. So when my dad was in the hospital fighting cancer, I asked him a bunch of questions and I have them in a notebook, you know, and that's another thing and that I've been doing and practicing with my mom is I've been asking her a lot of questions and just trying to learn about, you know, what was her childhood like? What was my early life like? And what could I take from her? Because at some point she's going to be gone too. And all those memories are lost. So how do we engage with our family to make sure that all of those stories, anecdotes, and, you know, funny things that are in their heads don't get lost when they leave us. That's another thing. It's like, those stories that you hear at the family reunion or a holiday are the best times in my life. Like when I look back, it's getting together with my aunts and my uncles and my parents. And you know, you're like 12 years old trying to hang out with the adults and you listen to them telling stories and it's so much fun. So I'm going to leave it with that. I hope everybody is having a wonderful father's day. Happy father's day to all of the fathers out there. And the new fathers, especially you get to write your own story. It's so exciting. And for all the sons and daughters out there, take that extra moment, let them know that, you know, you care and that you appreciate them. And everybody has their own way of expressing their emotions. And even though some people are going to seem really closed off and maybe that they don't want to hear you say, I love you or however you express your gratitude, I would say you still want to do it and let people know because unfortunately we kind of created a world where people only tell you how they feel about you like two times in your life. One is when you get married. Um, that's why when I get married, I want to have a big wedding because I want everybody to stand up and tell me how much they love me. Yes, I just said that and I 100% mean it. And the other time that people tell you how, how they feel about you is at your funeral. You know, so it's kind of like when you think about that, it's not really that great. People tell you how much they care about you when you're getting married. So that's cool. Everyone's there. It's a great celebration. Then you die and then everyone tells you their true feelings about you. How about this? Let's make a deal. Let's both make an agreement that we're going to tell people how we feel about them when they're alive. See what happens. Who knows? You know, you might break down a barrier and become much closer with them than you thought, you know, or they might feel a way about you that you never thought. Cause we often, uh, I know that I make a lot of assumptions and you know what they say about assuming it makes an ass out of you and me. That was kind of dumb, but it, it is kind of relevant. So that's it. I'm going to sign off. This is Kellen. This is the Kellen Roland show. Happy father's day to everybody out there. I wish you nothing but love and happiness and the last thing I will say though is because this is uh, this is uh, not as important as what we're talking about, and I, I hope that you can't uh, dismiss everything I just said because I am going to drop in one sentence about the Lakers. But holy shit, it looks like the Lakers are going to fucking win a championship next year because it looks like they're at least getting a combination of Paul George, LeBron James, or Kawhi Leonard. Obviously, none of this has happened yet because free agency hasn't started yet, 
But holy moly, if the Lakers reload, let's go. And I actually don't feel bad about that because my dad was such a huge Lakers fan, and I guarantee, I mean, he's watching to some degree. And you know what? I will say this. You know what? And I I can already feel the emotions rushing up into my voice. I never took my dad to a Lakers game. Fuck. That was such a regret. He would have loved to go to a game. And I went to games and, you know, we had the means to go to games and we just never did it. And that's one thing that, you know, I just regret. I regret so much not taking him to a game. Well, that's everything I have for you today. Again, enjoy the time with your family, your sons, your daughters, your friends, your family, cousins, uncles. Hopefully you're listening to this right now at some sort of family function and you have that one relative that's getting a little bit too lit. Old relative too lit. Relative too lit. Hi, I'm the relative that gets lit at the family function. I love that relative though, because they're just in there fucking stirring the pot. It's like an aunt or an uncle that just like is always just really just going for it. But hey, they create the friction that creates those moments that last for a lifetime. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe. Say what up. Hit me up on social media. I'll be back with more podcasts soon. Love you. Bye.